Hi, this is Mike Coveney, and this is Beyond the Game. We're here with Miss Desi Stowe, who's a Marist teacher and cheerleading coach, and we're here to talk about her work and her faith life. How are you today, Miss Desi? Good. Doing thank good. Thank you. Well, thanks. You? Thanks for good. Thanks for joining us. Um, as you know, you teach some of these students in this Marist Way class, and they are interviewing fellow students in the in the school about their lives and sports and their lives and faith. So I wanted to thank you for coming. You're have they been bothering you a long time to come on in here? Yes. They really have. <laughs> okay. Well, you're very kind to do this. Um, you know, first of all, just to explain, if you can, uh, what kind of coaching you do here at Marist School. Okay. Um, well, I am a co-director of the cheerleading program with Ashley DeGracia. Um, and then I mainly focus on the basketball side of things. So I do the varsity and the JV for that. Um, and so it is year round. We have tryouts actually this week. Um, and so we have squads for um, girls in grades 8 through 12. Wow, it's a big, big responsibility. And But you're focused on basketball. Yes. Boys and girls. Yes. Um, how long have you been doing this? This is my uh, fifth year here at Marist coaching. Um, and then I coached for four years prior to coming here as well. Oh, wow. Where were you before? Um, Peachtree Ridge oh, in yeah. Gwinnett County. Oh, good. Um, what are the girls like? What are the cheerleaders like in terms of their commitment, responsibility? It sounds like you have tryouts this week, yes. which is always nerve-wracking. Yes, and we have about 100 trying out this week. So yeah. it is a lot. Um, the girls are super excited, though. They know that cheerleading is a big-time commitment, um, especially with basketball, because they have to cheer both boys' and girls' games. Um, so they know ahead of time that if they're trying out, that they have to be committed fully. Um, they have to come with great attitudes and positive spirits. Um, and it's just honestly one big happy family. Really? And they, most of them start in eighth grade and go all the way through 12th grade. Good. Um, what's your most rewarding part of it and what's probably the biggest headache? Those are the bells, listeners, <laughs> for the Salve Regina here at our Marist School, as we get interrupted very briefly. But uh, is there a is there a really big plus side? And then is there some yes, for that sure. You stress um, the huge reward is just the uh, opportunity to get to know these girls outside of the classroom. Um, I have been so lucky to get to know them and work with them in a setting that allows me to not only you know have them as students but as cheerleaders too but also get to know them on a personal level um, and they really do become like my little children that I care for and and they mean so much to me and we keep in touch once they graduate and their moms are always a big part of it so we become oh, close in that way too great so that's a huge reward um, but the downside is there's usually always cheer drama huh. so whether it's during tryouts or just you know, some sort of conflict among the squad with high school girls. There's bound to be some drama, which is certainly a headache, but we make it through. <laughs> well, after hearing some of the guys interviewed here, some of the guy athletes, I hear the guy dramas are there too. It's maybe a little less vocal right. or a little, but it's still there. Yes. And there's, well, the word is conflict. Right. There's still team conflict. How do you work through the, some of that sometimes, team conflict? Is it just talking and visiting or yes we yeah. definitely talk through it it's not something that i want to brush under the rug because if we do that then it just ends up building up more and comes out in ways that will ultimately divide a squad um, so when there is conflict uh, if i don't know about it like if i haven't witnessed it usually um, my captains or somebody on the squad will come to me 
and tell me in private. Um, and depending on what that conflict is, I'll take the necessary steps. Sometimes it is just a sit down with the squad and we talk through it and work it out. And sometimes, you know, might need to have an administrator involved. Thankfully, that's only happened maybe once. Um, but we usually work through it and we try to take it a, a mature approach um, and understand that we aren't always going to see eye to eye. Okay. on everything but we still have to respect each other well this conflict brings to mind the main subject of our talk which is your work life and your faith life um some people view that as conflict sometimes uh in their lives how, how have you worked in congruent with one another the the work life and the faith life and how are they not in conflict how do they work hand in hand so to speak they it's so important to have faith in both your work life and with our athletics um because ultimately at the end of the day, what's important is that we are um, being true to ourselves and also uh, living out our life in a way that God would be proud of. So it's important that we are reminded that through this conflict, what is really the most important? Um, and so a lot of times when you break down the drama or what's taking place, you find that it's not something that's so important. It's usually something petty or you know, something small that we can get past. And it's just important that we consistently remind our cheerleaders that at the end of the day, um, God is important. And it's important that we are um, presenting ourselves as people that he would be proud of. Um, are you comfortable sharing that witness about God to, with the cheerleaders? I yes. mean, that specifically? Um, yes, certainly. It's not Without something... Without being too preachy or... Right. What, yeah, yeah. I definitely don't take the preachy approach, but, um, you know, we do pray before practices and games and... Um, I think it's important that we come together for that time. And, and we usually like to hold hands and, and stand in a circle together. So we really feel united when we pray together, which I, I love. It's really nice to do that as a squad. That's beautiful. I do see y'all praying before games oftentimes. Um, well, what about, well, you know, your faith life drives that kind of expression with, with your work and then the, with these cheerleaders. Can you, do you mind sharing a little bit about your faith life and your faith journey and uh, sure. uh, who maybe was an inspiring figure to you as a young person or what your what your upbringing was like in faith? Sure. So I, um, I've i definitely grown up in a home where um, my parents have always both gone to church and have come from families as well that were very religious. Um, as I grew up and became a teenager, my parents definitely did not want to push the church on me, They, um, which I appreciated because sometimes I feel like students rebel if it's something they feel like they have are forced to do. Um, and so I definitely remember sleeping in some Sunday mornings, not going to church. But uh, for me, it I personally really found um, my own faith as I've kind of gone through the most difficult times in my life, whether it's losing my grandfather or um, losing some of my former classmates. Uh, some from, own from high school or from college? high school, yes. Really? Okay. Um, some okay. personal struggles that I've gone through have really brought me closer to God, um, to where I wanted to take the initiative to study the Bible, and I have my own prayer journals and things like that. Um, okay, so how do you express it now? You express it now in your work with the kids, with your cheer and your students. 
how do you so you're expressing it in prayer journals or, or bible reading or bible studies mm-hmm. i mean okay yeah so and i definitely um you know if it's something that somebody wants to talk to me about personally i'm i'm willing and open to do that uh but i feel like religion can be a very personal journey so um just like my parents didn't force it on me and don't you know didn't force me to to do anything I didn't want to do. I kind of take the same approach with them. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Um, I know that faith and figuring out your journey is something that kind of has this ups and downs. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you feel super connected to God and sometimes you don't. But it's for me, it's always coming back and praying and sitting down quietly, even if it's a few minutes at night and just writing in my prayer journal and reading through some verses that um, are meaningful to me. So right now I've I've got a mom prayer journal that has been really spot on in my life since I have two young kids. Yeah. Um, how, old are, how old are your kids? Four and a half months and two and a half. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> how do you have time for prayer and church right. and all that stuff? Yeah. I, it's hard. Um, yeah. Thankfully, we've got the live stream, so that can help a lot on Huge. Sundays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's usually in bed before I go to sleep. I take a few minutes and just kind of focus on my prayer journal and reflect in those ways. Okay. Um, cause life is so busy. So yeah. how do you get to share your faith with your kids? Do you get to share it? I mean, not a four, is it four and a half months? Yeah. You don't get to share right. it there, but, um, so my, <laughs> my two and a half year old usually says the blessing for us every night before dinner. Okay. Um, and he goes here to the ELC. So it's a blessing okay. that they've taught him. Um, and we love it. So we say that together at night and then we'll pray together, uh, before he goes to bed. And we have a few kid friendly, like prayer journal or prayer books, um, and like Bible books that breaks down some of the stories. So we talk about God uh, in those ways to where, you know, I try to tell him, who are we praying to? We're praying to God and he lives up in heaven and he watches over all of us. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So we do have to break it down into a more kid version, but um, you know, it's important to me that my kids grow up having a strong faith because it's, it is the backbone. Well, it sounds like, and it sounds like you've integrated it fully in your work. You're integrating it fully in your family, um, as a mother, um, as a spouse. Um, are there any special devotions or saints or inspirations that are like in the in the heavens, so to speak, that you've always kind of gravitated to? I mean, maybe not, but I just is. There actually have... is one. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Really? It's always been a really powerful um, verse for verse. me. I actually have a bracelet that has that inscribed on it. Okay, say that again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Good. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I believe it's Philippians 4, verse 6. Beautiful. <laughs> well, that's an inspiration for us as we close out today on this Beyond the Game episode. Um, before we go, I want to kind of ask if you had students or, or family that are struggling in faith, or maybe that you're like leaders, mm-hmm. you know, what's your, what's your instruction or what's your prayer for them if they're struggling or searching for more in their faith life? I mean, do you have any guidance for them? For you, for instance, the ups and downs that happen in those downs. Right. Do, do you have any spontaneous advice to them? You know, I would say to to just keep keep trying, but don't don't turn away. Um, I think sometimes we can fall into a deeper hole if we do turn away from God. Um, and even though we may not understand some of the things that we go through. And understand if we have a God, you know, how could he do this to me where you want to be angry with him? There's there's so many um, 
prayer verses out there and Bible verses that remind us of what the tough times do to us. And it, it, I love the saying of God doesn't give us anything that we can't handle. Um, and sometimes we have to go through those hard times to become stronger. So I would just say to those to, to reach out to a friend, um, maybe find somebody that will pray with you daily, somebody that can help support you through those hard times. Well, we have been strengthened by your words today and your thoughtfulness. And we can't thank you enough for coming by Beyond the Game. This has been another episode of Beyond the Game produced by the Marist Way here at Marist School in Atlanta. Thank you to the engineer, Andrew Sullivan, and the guest procurement folks, Derek McDonald and Henry Clark. Uh, Till next time, amen.